Hi, this is Tim Sanders, founder of the Omnia Radiation Balancer, and I'm honored to have been a guest on the Journey to Truth show. Now with phone radiation, most people think that because they can't feel anything, nothing is happening. But the reality is that this radiation is causing a lot of stress and damage in your body, and your brain doesn't register that it's happening. The likelihood is that you'll only find out about it when this continuous stress shows up in the body as disease. And this is backed up by well over 10,000 peer-reviewed studies showing that EMF causes serious diseases when they tested it on rats. The Omnia Radiation Balancer removes this stress. It's proven to balance the blood, it brings perfect crystalline structure to water, and our kinesiology muscle tests show that the body goes super strong when you stuck it on your phone. And it works with 5G. You just order enough patches to cover every radiating device in your home and you're done. It lasts forever. But to be clear, let's not get complacent. We must all stop 5G together. So big thanks and big love to Tyler and Aaron. Click on the link below and you can quickly and permanently bring balance back to your body. Thank you. Hey, you're listening to Journey to Truth podcast. <laughs> Quit laughing. Am I gonna have to take over for you? And we're gonna. Well, he's like, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm just gonna. Zip. Oh man. Yo, you're listening to Journey to Truth podcast. Tonight we are joined by Axel Verstraten of the Great Awakening Canada. Axel is a regular contributor, content contributor. He has a he host i guess you host your own channel essentially or do you want to explain everybody what your channel is i know you work with a couple other people and just kind of give us the whole rundown of your goals with that channel and then we'll go from there whoa yeah how's it going thank you very much for having me on and hello to your awesome audience i watch you guys' show i'm a huge fan i'm going to pick up a shirt later on so just everybody else do the same but uh yeah no Definitely, my channel just started in actually about a year ago, April 2019, when I just started kind of coming into my own awakening. I actually just woke, technically, you could say 2018, when I really started to get all the gears going. And I felt like I had to contribute. I had to do my part to, you know, help out humanity through this shift that we're clearly going through, right? And, um, while it's not like my my main job, I you know I still work a full time job outside of doing what I do with the Great Awakening. I'm trying to assemble basically a good team of people who I think are overqualified to help Canadians kind of understand the bigger picture because people here don't really understand a lot of things that are going on um, internationally. We're kind of sheltered here in Canada. Our media is very bought and paid for, and we don't get a lot of outside information unless you actually like really go out looking for it so that's what it is it's a it's a project for the great awakening north of the border and uh just the, the end goal for me would be to be able to have uh, disclosure events in major canadian cities yeah i'm also partnered with simon essler uh graham sims and Alyssa fox is our newest member and we're we just actually recorded our first uh podcast style episode it's gonna be uh released sometime next week and if you want to follow us all you need to do is go on youtube and type in the great awakening enter and we're right there on the first page that comes up nice, nice. it must be nice to be a part of that algorithm to be able to pop up 
Yeah, I know so I mean, you have to type every word and get that to pop up, so. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, basically what it was like from the time we created it, because that's when like really the censorship started kicking in, right? It was spring of 2019. Um, well, at least that's when I, you know, was really starting to research censorship. And I think everybody really started to feel it around that time. You actually had to type in the greatawakening.ca for us to pop up. And then, as we all know now, the algorithm's been changed. It looks like white hats have control of the Google algorithm. Uh, people can actually search stuff while they're at home and do research while they have this free time. And, and for us, specifically at the Great Awakening, it, we got, I think, 400 subscribers in two or three days because simply uh, the ban was lifted on the algorithm and now we ranked again. Uh, I feel like as we should have. Yeah, with many channels, honestly, I feel yeah. like I, I always tell Aaron, I was like, I wonder where we would be because we started the same time. I wonder where we would be if we didn't start in the middle of the whole suppression and censorship. Because right. we never did get a chance to make it into the algorithm. Nobody knew about us until, you know, obviously uh, we started putting ourselves out there. But I just wonder, mm -hmm. I wonder where we would actually be. I mean, not much higher, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely, uh, Aaron, we met at in California, Dimensions of Disclosure last year. It was a yeah. pleasure meeting you, brother. You gave me a ride Damn. back to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so, man. I mean, if guys, if you've never gone out to one of these disclosure events, I um, I highly recommend it. It's basically like one big happy family where everybody's super high vibe. I don't think I met one person I didn't like there. Okay, there was a lot of people who were really chitty chatty, but that's good because I like to talk too. Yeah. So um, definitely check them out as they come. Okay, but I. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be having any this summer because of the whole pandemic situation, but definitely a lot of things that are going to be talked about on this episode today are going to be why, uh, and definitely it's justified as to why, you know, with a lot of these things that are going on. So um, I've introduced myself, I've kind of talked about my channel a little bit, and I just wanted to kind of ask you uh, if you wanted me to just kind of talk about some of my experiences. We should just kind of get into more current events. I mean, let's be honest. It's crazy out there right now. I think, yeah. I think let's, let's jump into some current events because okay. what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> uh, I just, I mean, everything, every day we are living through the like climax of a movie right now. <laughs> it is, if you're paying attention, it, you know, even if you're not, it still seems crazy. Uh, just and, and if you're a Q follower, which I know you are, it's even more exciting because you know we kind of, you know, we're following all these leads, trying to connect the dots, trying to put pieces of the puzzle together. We're we have this whole celebrity thing going on. Everything is a lie. You know what's really happening. So, what are your thoughts on everything? Well, I'll speak to the celebrity thing first of all. Uh, I think the reason why everybody's out of toilet paper is because. The elites popularized that thing because everybody saw them running to grab toilet paper because I think they see the storm coming before everybody else. And I think they're going to all be collectively shitting their pants pretty soon. <laughs> so, you know, people that love celebrities are going to follow those people and be like, hey, he just bought a bunch of or she just bought a bunch of toilet paper. I'm going to do it, too. If he's crapping his pants, I'm going to crap mine. Well, I mean, that's that's definitely it was part of a plan. I mean, it was definitely put out there in the collective to get toilet paper. 
and right. and then we are programmed to do what everyone else does. So that right. was clearly a plan. Now, if it was by benevolent benevolent or malevolent forces, that's up to you. Well, I heard it was they did toilet paper, so um, there would still be food, like the the actual necessary stuff, like food available for everyone else because um, everyone's focusing on toilet paper and and uh yeah you know whatever you know, sanitizer like i feel like it's only you know it's only been two years since we had to tell people not to eat tide pods right so technically like the earth is still developing like we're really young as a society still and if people need to be told to like settle down on toilet paper paper excuse me well then that just goes to show kind of where we're at. And you know what it says to me? It says we got a lot of work to do still. We got a lot of uh, red pilling folk to do. So let's let's get onto the topic of just, we know the world changes day by day now, right? We're getting more and more information, huge bombshell drops every day. Uh, we, we can talk about Project Veritas. I put out a video today. I don't know if you saw it. I'll describe it. Uh, one of their agents went in to get the test for the coronavirus with another uh person in the passenger seat and as they're rolling in there's an army corps officer there there's a go through a whole bunch of army guys and a girl nurse by the way nurse and anyway they, they asked them all what do you think about this uh pandemic that's going on is it as bad as the media is telling us uh or, or what should we be doing and then uh, there's a few officers who said listen it's just the flu like just just take care of yourself respect social distancing you'll be fine it's really just old people i've got to worry about it and then, you know, there's some other people who said, we don't know, it's really new. And I feel like that's fair. You know, it's very new. We don't know, like, what could be the ramifications of this in the end result. But one thing's for sure is that um, if anybody's watched David Wilcox's last few YouTube lives, is that uh, he said one thing that I really resonate with. And I do believe that this coronavirus is a bioweapon. Absolutely. Sorry, we're going to probably get this video flagged just for saying that, but it is something that was born in a lab and it doesn't have the lethality. It has the contagion, which everybody knows what that word means now. Everybody's watching the movie Contagion, but it didn't have the lethality, which I think that could be a huge divine intervention. Like, in, sorry, intervention. Because this thing was actually supposed to, I feel like, you know, scare the wits out of a lot of people. Well, you're right about that. I think, so we're in the middle of a war right now, but it's not just, it's not just a physical war. This is like a galactic war. It's a timeline war. There are so many other uh, forces at play, the whole spiritual aspect of it. it. You know, we're all focused on, you know, what's what the Q drops and everything else. But uh, what about the extraterrestrial aspect of what's going on behind the scenes? I know, I know there's some type of, intervention like you said and right i just yeah go ahead well to me extraterrestrials it's not my area of expertise i definitely follow it uh i would say more than most people just by nature of being in this truther community but um i've always come from like a christian home to be honest with you with very christian and catholic roots right so the religion of jesus yeah. right or that whole thing and while I think that, you know, aliens, um, I think they're a lot like us, right? Five-star formation, two arms, two legs, and a head. And they, they're imperfect. They're trying to ascend in the ranks of spirituality, just like we are. And 
they're karmically tied to us so that they have interest in being here and overseeing kind of what's going on. So they're kind of like our watchers, the watchmen, if you will. And yeah, they get involved, but at the end of the day, it's up to us to really fix our problems. And like I said, I take it down. A lot of people like to look at it alien level. So like you got animals, humans, aliens, and then you got the big boss upstairs, right? I personally, to me, God, the creator, the one infinite creator, true source, whatever you want to call it. He's number one. He, she, it, the light, whatever you want to call it. And he's kind of like our father, right? Like David Wilcock talks about uh, archetypes. He's the father. He's saying, every kids, go to your room. Go to your room and do not come out until that room is clean. You, I know you have what it takes to clean your room, you guys, girls. So get in there. And if I go in there and it's not clean by the time I go, go walk downstairs and look inside your room, then I'm going to do it. And trust me, you don't want me to clean your room. It's like when I used to listen to really like death metal when I was in high school and my dad would come downstairs and I'd be ripping on the guitar. And he, well, one time only, he got really mad. He's like, if you don't like clean up your act and get all this stuff, like I used, I'm going to tear all your posters down. I'm going to rip down all your magazine stuff. I'm like, no, no, don't do that, right? So I feel like we get attached to things. And now we have the power to understand that these things that we were attached to, like our um, educational systems, our, our religious institutions, like these are all our government, like these are all things that inherently are meant for good, but they've been co-opted to the point of like pretty much almost no return. So we got to just use the collective general consensus to reach critical mass. And once we have that and enough people are starting to see it, then it's very easy. The domino effect just plops because we live in that consensus reality where if enough people agree something and believe it, then it's true. You know, I personally don't believe the devil is more powerful than God. I think the devil is there because God says, you know what, fine, I'll let you exist. You're pathetic. But nonetheless, what is portrayed in the mainstream media, I don't know if you saw that link I just sent you, but Facebook just recommended me a video for a trailer for a movie called Satanic Panic. And this is something that I'm always saying, guys. I like hashtag Satanic Panic. I say it in my YouTube videos. I, I preach this stuff, basically. Because I do feel like they are the ones who, like, the table just turned. See how quick the table turns when white hats get control of, you know, the world's most powerful military? Doesn't take much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, I did watch the trailer you sent me, and it is, it's, it's crazy. It's basically, I don't, it's, I would say that's essentially a documentary because that's that type of stuff is happening on the elite level. Uh, there are rituals taking place, and that's what this whole war is about right now. You know, uh, putting an end to all that because it's time. <laughs> totally. And I mean, I dug into my family history a little bit, you guys. I got a book right here by my great uncle. Oh, you can't really see it. It's called Pilgrimage on Three Continents. And it's basically the story of how on his side of the family, they went from in three generations from Europe to uh, South America to North America. Now, Something about myself is that I'm very mobile. Uh, I used to be in a band that would tour a lot. I've done a fair bit of traveling. I don't travel like a lot, but probably most more than most people. Um, and, you know, like I got three passports. So I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that I've also dug into my family history a lot, and, like really wanted to know about history and culture and 
and these and these things like why i'm always asking this question of why right and uh and a lot of my family like i said were really religious and there's a lot of people in the ufo community right now who don't understand the whole um you know religion side of it because it's been so co-opted right they're like okay like religion that's that's just a bunch of pedophiles like don't like we're past that that's taking a step back don't do that but what is q telling us q is telling us it's going to be biblical there's going to be all kinds of events that are going to be unfolding that are pretty much going to be uh you know on the biblical scale and then the only thing that q to my knowledge has ever really retweeted or reiterated uh, was god wins so that two or three times so um you mentioned aliens i like to think of it as more of like a spiritual battle because that's what i feel like we can control i don't really feel like i can control what aliens do but i feel like i can harness the power of angel armies to do whatever i have to do on this planet because this planet's actually really important we're at a place in this galaxy at this time where we can actually you know shift our timeline and become a galactic civilization we are all born for this whether we know it or not this is our purpose this is why we're here right now and i'll be honest with you i wasn't always a devout christian i used to always listen like i said really heavy music i got away from the church because i was smart as a kid i knew there was something else going on i knew there was a lot of really sick people and i wanted nothing to do with it i said how can i respect a god that treats me the same way that he treats such jeffrey epstein for example i'm no jeffrey epstein i'm definitely not putting up with that and so once i got realized that that had nothing to do with mr upstairs uh it had everything to do with people who abused their power i started getting into the word again right the bible and one of the things that i did in 2019 that i don't really do anymore is i would open it up to a random page i'd be like okay god you want to speak to me i'm just going to open it up to a random page i'm going to close my eyes i'm going to go like this i'm going to put my finger down and then i'm going to read and it better be exactly what i want to hear and you know what out of like the four times that i did that three times it was exactly what i needed to like hear at that moment that's it that, that's interesting it's kind of almost like uh like tarot cards it's 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 the same it's the same concept you know it's a tool to to connect to get you connected to whoever you're trying to connect with source or or whatever and i feel like there has to be when it comes to that there has to be intent you have to want to draw near close to something mm -hmm. for it to want to draw near close to you the same could probably be said for extraterrestrials right and I always wanted to know what people thought about things that were impossible because as a kid like when I was like before I would say 7 years old when I was like really hardcore like I would lay hands on people in the bus and pray for them and and stuff like that right so uh I was always fascinated about these stories about a god who could just split the waters for you like you're getting chased by a bunch of like an Egyptian horde and you got to guide your people through this like river like the nile no problem god's just going to split the nile for you you know he's going to move a mountain for you he he can basically the impossible is nothing for the big sky daddy upstairs and i don't mean to sound preachy but that's kind of the way it is right he's saying that uh, david wilcox said yesterday on his live video that unless we collectively just become more loving and be nice to one each other 
uh, another, excuse me, we're going to have to go, have tsunamis, big earthquakes, and endure a lot of really painful things, right? Yeah. And I think that totally makes sense. That is what happened in the past. I don't think that, you know, um, it's going to stop it from happening forever, but at least give us the opportunity to use this time that we have to um, procreate that free energy, release the suppressed technology, go into a golden age. So when the catastrophe does come, we are a galactic civilization that has colonized many other Earth-like planets in our, in our Milky Way galaxy, of which there are 8.4 billion and there's only seven point some billion people on Earth. There's a planet like Earth for every person on this planet. That's beauty. That's the divine creator's thought. He, he thought about us. He thought about everything. Everything is already thought of, and he created it all with his word. Humans are made of words. Wow. That's what I really feel like. And, and that's, that's our destiny, right? Like how we communicate, how we think, think how we perceive is what ultimately creates us and is our legacy. And I think that right now, our what we need to do as a consensus is to really break it down. The last common denominator is to be more loving, more forgiving. And I'm not saying get, let people get away with murder and, you know, that people don't need to be arrested, but find it in your heart to forgive these people because that's step one. If you realize all the evil that is going on in the world and you don't operate from a disposition of abundance, you're going to have a rude awakening. You're not going to have a great awakening. It's going to be hard. And that's why the core principles of love and light, you know, that sounds so basic, but it's, it's really hard. I'm sure you guys know for, you know, doing the uh, inner work, like it's, have, have you had any challenges with doing the inner work? I mean, I know I have, but I want to hear from you. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a constant challenge because we live in a society that's designed to distract us from doing that. And we still work 40 hour jobs. So we're out there in that real world, the matrix, whatever you want to call it every day. And to me, it's very easy to get distracted and it, it, it's part of the challenge and it actually makes you stronger because you're facing that opposing force. Uh, you know, it's like they say, like a monk, a monk can, you know, reach enlightenment in a cave, but he can't walk down the street in New York City because he'd flip out on everybody because he's not used to that. So to become a true master, you need to be able to deal with the distractions and still learn and still be able to harness going inward. Mm -hmm. uh, and even and even trying to silence my mind sometimes is difficult. Uh, it, it's always a challenge. Yeah, I, I, I find a way. I definitely make time. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I, you know, I, I, I'll get to a point and I'm like, man, I really, uh, I really need to, somebody used the term spiritual binging one time. I'm like, I'm a spiritual binger. Like sometimes I get super into it. And I'm all about it. And then other times those distractions get the best, best of me. And I, and I'll kind of uh, slip off track a little bit, but that's part of the battle. I think if you just, if you always have that intent, then I think you're on the right track. For sure. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, man. Um, I so the inner work is is um, something that is the the most important thing we could we could ever be doing because it, it. So what's happening right now? What I view it as is like a collective dark night of the soul, 
and a collective like the universe saying hey it's time like you guys need to slow down it's it's like everything's being revealed for what it is and and uh everyone's being forced to deal with with themselves and with reality and uh and it's like all these um distractions and and attachments that we've been relying on that have been keeping us from living from our true selves are finally starting to like fall away and to crumble and it's it's actually a really good thing and it's yeah it's scary and it's like there's chaos and there's uncertainty but only you know when you come from that place there has to be all that to uh to move into authenticity and truth because that's just what happens it's uh, a necessary thing and uh, it's forcing everyone to like go inward and to slow down and to come together and unite and to realize what's really important and uh and uh, stop being distracted by all these outward things and uh yeah and i mean i've been i've i've been doing the inner work i, I actually grew up uh christian like you as well um and i like i was a very devout christian for 25 years of my life and uh i call it my awakening in 2012 when uh i like again i don't feel like i i didn't like throw away all of Christianity, I just like realized what was the the false dogma and what was the truth within that. And I kept the I kept the truth, and I uh, and I knew there was obviously a you know God, infinite creator, source, whatever you want to call it, and some kind of infinite loving intelligence to the universe. And I I I had felt that you know I had, I felt like I had a connection to that um, before, and so I knew I knew that was the that was at least real. I just uh, realized there was a lot of uh, a lot of things that, that from our modern form of Christianity that um, get formed in these belief systems that really aren't in line with truth and with reality. Like if you don't believe the right things, you're going to suffer for all eternity and things like that. Like, um, yeah. so I kind of like threw away the the things that weren't serving me and that were were kind of like holding holding back. Oh yeah. Uh, from truth. And then I kept the truth and I feel like I've been growing way more spiritually ever since than I ever, than I did before that, which, um, really when you go within and you, you, you start rather than viewing life as like, what can I get out of life? How can I be more comfortable and how can I get more happiness? You start doing the inner work and you realize everything you can use everything that happens to your benefit and to your growth because anything that seemingly negative happens you can say what can i learn from this and like how how can i respond in a way that can make this better or i can like use it to strengthen myself or to like yeah. strengthen my resolve or um use it to see something in a different way or like basically like you become a master like i i've realized <laughs> that like <laughs> the universe is always um because we talk about like, uh, oh, you create your own reality. And it's like, well, that's true. But you create, you don't create from from an outward place. It's from an inward place. And you, where you're at, um, the universe is going to reflect back to you, like the lessons that you need. Like whatever you need at the in the moment, you're going to get. It's how I've, what I've realized. And it's yeah, always sure. to be learned. You get what you need, not what you want. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I fully believe that. When you were talking, Aaron, I was totally thinking about, you know, how life is just a lesson and you either win or you learn, but you never lose. And you only lose when you refuse to get back up, right? And it's not how hard you can hit. It's about how many times you can get hit and get back up. And, uh, you know, like your trials will not define you. And, and um, like I struggled with uh, I was an alcohol. I was a total junkie, man. Like I, I'll I'll be the first to say it, and uh, and and I overcame it. Now I'm better because of that, and I can help people. And one day I'll sponsor somebody into you know in the program and and help them through that. Actually, my church I go at night. It's called a recovery church. It's actually kind of badass. And you know, like you go there, and you know, they, they give the offering. They got these guys that full sleeve hats, bald head, huge beard, look like guys that make bikers cry, and they're like <laughs> passing around the offering, right? Like, and anyway, but that's that's just that, right? And I, I've I've struggled with a lot of things, and actually, I decided on April seventh last year. You know what? I'm going to get baptized. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to try to be the best version of myself that I possibly can. Not just to, you know, show other people or, but to really like make myself happier. And, you know, when I die, when I have to cross the golden gates or whatever, I can actually be looked at and people will say, good job. Well done. Not, oh boy, how did you end up here? <laughs> let's say, let's, I'll be really honest with you. Everything I did and you know how the Bible says, do not do this, do not do that. I was really rebellious. So I went again, oh, you want me to not do that? Well, guess what? I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities. <laughs> but I feel like what it what it should say is like, you, not you mustn't, but you can't. Like it says, do not repay evil for evil, right? What it should say is like, you can't repay evil for evil. Like that's just something that will not work. You you have said it like that. So I feel like it's been translated through the years to the Illuminati in a way that people kind of like rubs them the wrong way on purpose, right? Like mm -hmm. I said, this stuff is infiltrated. And um, and so really like evil, the thing about evil is that you cut off its head and it'll just grow a new one. You know, it, you can't overcome evil with evil. Evil can only be overcome by good. You know what I mean? And you'll never kill evil on this density. You'll never get rid of it. But what you can do is you can bind it. You can yeah. defeat it by, you know, chaining it down, burying it, lighting it on fire, and pissing on the ashes. <laughs> That's what you can do. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I wanted to get uh, some more into the current events, stuff that's going on now. We were talking about the, the ET thing and just something I want to add to that. Uh, I'm going to read it. Trump, in, in one of his speeches yesterday, in one of his uh, addresses to the public, he said, somebody said to me today that wasn't in this particular world, they didn't know that we had that many countries, 151 countries, that's something. Why would he say, why would he say that? I mean, you can translate that so many different ways, but, you know, there's been... But knowing what we know... It's very Trump said that. Yeah, he yeah. said he said somebody said to me today that wasn't in this particular world that they didn't know that we had that many countries. So you know, we always hear about the Trump. Because you could interpret that multiple ways. Yeah. Like a nor a normie, so to speak, would would be like, oh, he's just talking about somebody 
from either another country or like a third world country maybe in this particular world um but that sounds very <laughs> suspicious to it sounds uh, like he just had a joe biden moment to me no i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, to me that sounds like I don't know if it was a slip up or if he meant to like say it that way as a like yeah. nod to the to the community yeah, like hey I like I uh I talked to an extraterrestrial. Well, <laughs> I yeah, I mean my, in my opinion he does every day. I know I think he does too. I we I know there's do. there's literally record of past presidents be involved with it. You the documents are released, you can go to the FBI's mm. website. You can, oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say I'll say one thing to that. Uh, I think that Trump is a five D chess player, and he's very good. Yeah. Okay, oh, and he yeah. also has a very good intelligence operation backing him up. There's seventeen something agencies, intelligence agencies in the United States, if you count Q. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, um, he also says stuff that is questionable, but you have to look at this. A reporter asked him, "What do you think about UFOs?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't believe in them." <laughs> and then well, he a reporter said, he said him, like but anything is possible or something like that right? yeah and then they a reporter also asked him i think it was 2018 oh hey what do you think about wikileaks he's like wikileaks i don't know anything about that so <laughs> so i mean he he's really good at saying something and then it's like the bait and switch pull it away and then he catches reporters like that because he wants people to be like whoa what why did trump just say this but he also didn't didn't say that before maybe i should look into it he says stuff yeah. like that to draw to draw attention to those things, right? Like he, like mm -hmm. you said, he has multiple meanings when he's speaking. He's speaking to the deep state. He's speaking to uh, us, and he's also speaking to the media and just you know, like it's quantum, man. Like it's uh, on another level. I've seen him give a lot of nods to the uh, like the Q community though too, where he'll say like a Q phrase like. This is the calm before the storm. Um, mm -hmm. These people are sick. Like he'll he'll just like slip it in. Oh yeah. Did and you like, like that one Q proof that I found? The one time I found a Q proof. Did you guys catch the one that was? I don't know. Okay, it was when coronavirus was like just getting hot. I was in Argentina and it was 3 a.m. when Trump released a tweet or something. I remember it was really early in the morning, and it was a, a video of him saying uh, that of um, sorry that had these words that popped up. And the words, um, they went into anagrams, which means they, as they faded away, all the letters kind of um, rearranged. But there was the word good right in the middle. And the, the last two letters to fade away were the O's from the word good. And they turned into Q's. Mm -hmm. Like I, a split second. I did see that. Yeah, yeah so I, I did, did see that, actually. Yeah, that's, I didn't know. I've seen people posting it. Uh, so you actually caught that as, it, as you watched it the first time, though? Yeah, because people, yeah, I was like, I actually, it was my, one of my friends who doesn't want to, like, put himself out there. He's very much, uh, like, somebody who has helped me out a lot, and he just kind of sits in the background. I have a few people who are like that, you know, they, they want to help, but they, you know, not everybody is called to start a YouTube channel and do what you guys are awesomely doing and what I'm doing myself, you know, that's, that's not for everybody. And you guys are doing it out of love for humanity, which is the lowest common denominator. Love, right? Just love. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, these people are good-hearted people, and they send me stuff sometimes. And literally, he caught it within 15 minutes of it going on Twitter. So I, I'm like, can I steal this? He's like, yeah, sure, go for it. I'm like, all right, cool. 
But yeah, I was the one who broke that news. And then somebody else found out that there was the adrenochrome, the white rabbit, right behind it in the um, like the hexagonal chemistry. I forget what they're called. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. The adrenochrome um, chemical composition, I guess. You yeah. Call it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it literally looks like a white rabbit. And, yeah. And you, that can be taken so many ways because Q, you know, we've been told to follow the white rabbit. It shows up in movies. Uh, what if that's what they were actually talking about the whole time? It, mm -hmm. You know, it, because that is a big underlying factor of what's taking place right now, especially with these celebrities seemingly appearing to be uh, lacking adrenochrome and suffering withdrawals from it. This is what a lot of people people have gathered. I'm not just, you know, I didn't come up with that, but it definitely looks like they're not healthy. It looks like they are mm -hmm. not in good shape. Something's going on. They're definitely using Twitter as their comms to communicate with each other. They're making weird videos yeah. with, yeah, clearly coded, coded messages. Coded videos, coded messages. There's stuff in the background, stuff that doesn't make any sense to us or to the masses. But we, since we're in this stuff every day, we see the symbolism. Once you know the symbolism, it's impossible not to. And you, right. have new, and you have new eyes when you look at it because now I'm like, all right, what does that mean? What does that mean? Why is that? Why is that pen sitting on the table the way it is? <laughs> like, yeah, you look at everything. I think you made a Facebook post a few days ago that said stuff like, you know, we were all normies once, and we—they're really going to be looking at us when the celebrity stuff hits the fan because they're really attached to the celebrities. And like I said before, we have to operate from the position of forgiveness and abundance. And we must not roast these people because a lot of them didn't want to do it. Okay, A lot of them were just basically forced to. You want this career. This is what you have to do. And a lot of them just wanted the power. They didn't want to get involved with the vampiric, you know, the, guy, the men and women who had access to the to the blood banks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what people got to realize is that there's a market for everything. I think adrenochrome is actually a legal drug in the U.S. because guess what? People get blood transfusions. People need blood. You know, like I'm oh, I can give to whoever, and my blood type is really sought after. So I mean, but obviously there's like the recreational use for it, which. I personally think we people should give blood. They shouldn't be scared about when they give blood. But what they need to understand is that, you know, knowledge is power. And these people were abusing this uh, adrenalized blood, which I don't know what use we need adrenalized blood for. I think normal blood should just be good enough. But this stuff goes back to, you know, let's just say aliens. You brought them up before. We know the reptilians. Um, from what I understand, they've ascended in negative, right? Because you can go uh, in the ascension positive and you can also go in the ascension negative. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you go negative is that you lose a chunk of yourself. You lose a bit of your, your soul every time you go down a rank, right? So that's why Corey Good talks about these white Dracos, the royals that have all this gear. They look like Darth Vader, these suits that are made of tech because they need that. And... I feel like what we're going through is a more natural ascension where we're not going to need any of this fancy snancy technology. In fact, I don't know about you guys, but this video might not even be debuted. We might get our internet cut tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we already, we already talked, talked about that. that. Yeah. So um, really, I think this three days of darkness is going to be good for humanity. You know, people are going to learn how to 
do dishes again and, you know, just operate like a normal human that, you know, doesn't rely on fast food delivery and, you know, whatever, right? Instant gratification is what I call it. And hopefully when the system goes back up, it'll be, or at least start to be restructured in a way that's more, a lot more beneficial to the collective of humanity rather than the elite few, like it's been for so long. Balance. And, and like really just been like oppressing everyone else and been not conducive to, you know, everyone's working, working all day, every day almost. And like no one has time for, you know, know what people people are are doing to survive. And it's like, there's no reason for that. We have the resources we have. We just need a new system that works for everyone. Yeah. Totally. That's what we're helping to bring about right now. Yeah, no, that's awesome. You guys, I actually listened to Tim Timber on the way, like when I got off work. JFK's kids play that. That just that song just got me pumped, and it never got me pumped before. But now that I I look at it as like the Federal Reserve just going, yes, (laughs) I'm just happy for you guys because when the state succeeds, the rest of the countries around the world succeed because we're all kind of America's like the center of like. I don't want to say the world, but it is the world's banker. And what were you guys wanting to say? Sorry. I, I Nothing. I don't think I, but we can talk about the fed being merged with the treasury and, and that whole new uh, financial system, a reset you know that we well, might be seeing. We could talk about that, but I feel like we should, we should make note of something that we can do to help out people who are just waking up now. There's a lot of people who are just waking up right now. And I really want to speak to that person right now. Uh, If you're somebody who's doubting this, if you're somebody who thinks like, you know, this, all this stuff sounds great, but I don't know, wouldn't the bad guys have something up their sleeve? Okay. Well, number one, that's why we're doing this to wake people up for the collective. Number two, I think just look at your own things that you've been spending time on. A lot of people like Netflix, right? Okay, Netflix is is a propaganda machine. There's so much stuff on there, new stuff that people can actually use to like, seriously, just red pill themselves. Like I watched, first of all, uh, Pandemic. I skipped right to the last episode because I wasn't going to sit through a full season of that. And I found out that this guy's entire show was him waiting for a grant from the Gates Foundation to develop a new vaccine. And as soon as he got that multi-million dollar grant, they were like, oh, yeah, life is so good because now we're going to be able to give more people vaccines. And I just got back from Argentina, right? That's the country where I'm from. And they just got selected for experimenting with uh, being given experimental vaccines from the Gates Foundation. So these are people who already have the virus and now they're going to be basically like tested upon like guinea pigs, which a lot of people argue, you know, at this stage of the game, a vaccine is merely a sleep version, uh, a dormant version of the virus itself. And anyways, I just want to say that we need to be using these things that are on easily accessible to people, you know, for the purpose of like literally pointing the gun, reverse the gun, because that's what it is. If you watch, actually, I got a really good laugh out of this, the Hillary documentary. I don't know I, if you saw that one. I know about it. I've never watched I, it. Yeah. I didn't plan on it. I really either. don't want to watch it. No, there are some parts that are so funny. Obviously, there's a lot of cringeworthy stuff. But when Bill Clinton starts talking, you just, you can't help but like dive, grab popcorn, 
watch it. You're going to laugh. Fast forward through a lot of it for sure. But when you see some stuff, you, oh, it's so comedy, guys. And, <laughs> and this is stuff that people are going to have like a paradigm. It's going to be everything that they thought they knew about reality is comes into serious questioning once the first anti-gravity device is displayed to the world. You know, like, oh, by the way, fossil fuel ends tomorrow. Federal Reserve, trillions coming back. We basically don't need money anymore, but we're still going to have it because people are used to it. But I mean, I really do think that what's on the horizon is something that if done right, you know, will just lead to thousand years of peace and everybody can essentially have what they want. No more, nobody has to die from hunger anymore. We can have cures for a whole bunch of diseases. This is Nasara, this is Jasara, right? But it's not going to happen overnight. But what we got to understand is that that is the timeline. That is the goal. That is what everybody here, me, you, uh, we're working on, right? Yeah, 100%. I love It's not way. just about the Federal Reserve. It's not just about, it's about everything, all encompassing. And I really do feel like it all starts and ends with love. You know, everybody, that's what makes the world go around. Money doesn't make the world go around. Power doesn't make the world go around. Everybody wants to get in bed with somebody and fall in love. That's seriously what it is. <laughs> yeah. No, as well said, you, you put that very beautifully uh, because, yeah, it's not just one aspect of it. And, but, and that's what's so confusing right now is because there is so many aspects of it and every one is, is like, it's confusing. So when you focus on all of that stuff, you kind of lose sight of the whole big picture and you just perfectly laid it out for everyone. So thank you because- Hey, no problem, man, no problem. See, we need to I be mean, reminded all the time because it's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in, in stuff like that. Uh, going back to the, the vaccine thing. So uh, you were talking about, it's not, you know, this vaccine they're trying to push has the virus in it and it lays dormant in you until whenever. Uh, there's, I just went down the rabbit hole of, you know, nanobot technology. And, and this is another thing that people are claiming is in these vaccines is some type of nanobot technology that takes over your, it's an AI consciousness that takes over your consciousness. And, and it, it forces you to start uh, craving things that don't, that don't actually uh, support what humans actually need. So there's, there's like a programming that's going on with these vaccines, along with all the bad, the negative ingredients that are in it. Uh, so I think that that's another thing that uh, people need to be aware of. It's not just like oh, metal and aluminum and mercury and formaldehyde and fetal tissue. It's, it's actually nanobot technology. I, I, I don't know, maybe not, but it's definitely worth looking No, you know what? It definitely is. And I'll agree with you and I'll send it on another level too, is that they're called additives for a reason, right? It's stuff that they add. I'm not saying the vaccine itself is bad, but the fact that there's no legal oversight, really, they're all made in other countries. And then on top of that, there's another layer of security that says like you cannot sue these people if there's any side effects. Mm -hmm. And that's like a system within the system. And what people just kind of got to realize is that it might not be the vaccine itself that's bad, but what about all the other stuff on the insert? Why is that there? You know, and it's same thing goes with food. Same thing goes with drinks. I used to drink, I'll be honest with you, for five years, I drank at least eight Paps Blue Ribbons a day. Wow. And wow. I didn't even, like, that's minimum. Okay, sometimes it was a 15-pack. But 
I wouldn't drink hard alcohol. I wouldn't drink wine. I wouldn't drink any other beer. It was literally just that one beer. And when I was recently doing my research uh, within the last six months, I ended up finding out that it is a very much a GMO beer and that they have a special blend, which they don't even announce. And this is around the same time that that uh, information leak came out about Pepsi using um, uh, aborted parts and they're, you know, like these companies that were being exposed for like the, the cannibalism that go parts going into their foods. And like, while some people say like, Oh, there's not a lot of proof for that. It's, I think that there really was, you know, like the, um, I don't think it was the FDA, but there was a, like a big study done on this. And what those additives do is they make you create, it's like MSG. It just makes you crave the same thing you just had. And you don't know why you crave it, but you crave that. And I understand that. And you know what? I feel like that's um, like nanotechnology. That is smart, manipulative programming through uh, chemical imbalances in the brain. And, you know, they've guys, they've had drugs like LSD. And I've done almost every drug except for injections and like freaking pill popping. Okay. Like I've had and, and I've always done it to the point where I feel like I learned something and it was never going to be the same and that's it. And then I closed the chapter, right? A prime example would be LSD. When I was 14, I did LSD for the first time and I got some amazing experiences. And then I only did it once after that. And after that, I never did it ever again because it wasn't the same thing. And I felt like I was never going to get that uh, experience again. And honestly, to, with drugs, I, I'm, pretty good on them. Like I, I smoke marijuana. Um, but last year I did DMT and I'll just tell you a quick story. I tried a little bit of DMT at a party and, um, you know, everybody was like praying over those, like a, like a ritual going on, right? Like, it's not like, Oh, pass it. Oh yeah. Cool. Next. Yeah, people were like praying over the flower and everything and sitting in like the cross-legged position. And I'll tell you this story because I think it's really cool. I was like, God, you know, if this is from you, you really want me to do this. I really want to drop close to you. Um, let this be like of you for you kind of thing. So I took a hoot and the person, as you guys know, it doesn't last that long, right? 10 minutes. Or... Yeah. So the person, I'm looking at the person next to me and they they look like they're having a pretty good time. So I'm like, all right, here we go. I took a baby one and i kind of got this sensation like right here in this like the cortex right here where like your i guess your pineal gland would be and boom I, I instantly went into like full um psychedelic trip within a matter of seconds and i started seeing this like psychedelic gate like when i closed my eyes and like when i touched my eyeballs like this the, the lights just moved all over the place and then I started having this like really divine connection with my higher self when I saw this light that was coming from over here and I didn't know where it was because I had my eyes closed. Get this. This is funny. I opened my eyes once I thought I finished having this amazing God moment and the light that was hitting me from over here was this person on their cell phone who was just droning off looking at their device. And I'm like, that's funny. God used that zombie to give me a God moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah, I've, I've tried DMT. And the first time I did it, I didn't do the baby hit. My friend, I had, <laughs> I had my friend, he said, all over me. He's like, if you're going to do it, do it right. He, he had certain music playing. 
And I achieved what they call the blast off, where you actually just leave. And it was the most incredible experience of my life. Like you literally like leave earth and like blast off into the universe and you're flying and you see everything in its sacred ge geometry. You see everything for what it's made of. And then I, I came to this realm and I was wel welcomed by these uh, ET women. They're like, welcome, welcome. We've been waiting for you. And they're like, in, I'm like floating through and they're giving me a tour of this world where there's like colors I've never seen, things I can't describe. There's these little like trolls running around. I mean, all the, it was, it was, but it was so vivid and so real. I was like, it was, and then you could open your eyes and see the room. You can close your eyes and go right back. And it only lasts for 10 minutes. And then it, and it went away. And then like, you just kind of go about your day. It didn't have any, really? la didn't have any lasting effects or anything. And it was a lot more involved in it, but I, uh, I've never ex experienced with it much more after that. And I, I agree with you. It's like, once you do that one time, you kind of close that chapter, but I'm glad I did because it was incredible. <laughs> it was definitely worth it. Do you feel like sure. that changed you like profoundly? Well, I know, I know this after that, my meditations, I, as soon as I would close my eyes, I'd be like, bam, deep into that meditation. It did something to my third eye. I know it did for a while. And then finally just drifted off. But my meditations after that were insanely, like I was seeing stuff. I was having experiences and visions. So I don't know what it does to your third eye or what it actually does. I mean, our brain produces, what's it? What's it? Tryptophan? Dim Dimethyltryptamine. Yeah. DMT. yeah. yeah. It, uh, it produces that naturally anyway. Mm -hmm. So when you take a large dose of that, I don't know what it unlocks, but it definitely unlocks something. You know what I think? It's you're only supposed to get a big dose of that when you're born and when you die. So it's more or less one of those things where your brain goes into a, I don't know if it's, I wouldn't say fight or flight, but similar. And from there, it's almost like it unlocks this this world where you kind of um, accept that you're no longer in your regular state of consciousness yeah. and your spirit is in a very pure form. I don't know if it's your spirit or your soul, whatever, same difference. It's in, it's in a place where it's very exposed. Like your body, your physical vehicle isn't really part of the equation right now. And I feel like I had that with uh, magic mushrooms, actually, which is another thing that I haven't done in years and we'll never have. I was walking down the street and the sidewalk just came up and it ate me. I accepted that. <laughs> Seriously, like a tidal wave. It ate me. I accepted death. And from then on, I, I knew that no matter what happens in my life, that I'm going to be good because I've, you know, felt like I had that near death experience that wasn't even really a near death experience. I was just walking down the street. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's, I mean, there's a lot to be said for all that stuff. It's and you know what the craziest part about it is guys is when you have joint hallucinations, I feel like that stuff is crazy. I had a really good friend growing up as Giddy, he was my childhood friend. And, um, you know, we were, I'll just tell you this crazy story and we'll probably end the drug thing unless any of you guys got anything else you want to say, but walking down the street and there was this guy who we both knew is the father of a girl that we went to high school with. He was a bigger, heavier set guy with a beard, white guy. He was a pastor, you know, anyways, heavier set, like I said, and always wore dark clothing, dark clothing, right? Like a pre uh, he was a pastor, like I said. So he's approaching us 
And I'm about to say hi to this guy. He's about eight, nine feet away. I'm about to say, hello, Mr. Day. And right as soon as I'm about to say it, the guy slaps my hand out and says, don't say it. It's not Mr. Day. And as the guy walks by, it's like a seven foot tall, muscular, jacked, African, like black guy. And he's wearing like neon jogging clothes. I'm like, how did you know that? He's like, dude, I saw it too. I'm like, but how did, it's not Mr. Day. I'm like, and we just had a joint hallucination at that time. But it was the weirdest thing because the guy looked like polar opposite to what this guy actually looks like. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't had a joint hallucinations. No, but I know people who have. Uh, there's, we can keep telling stories, but I'd, I'd like to share yeah. this a little bit. Uh, going back, just something I wanted to touch on when we were talking about this three days of darkness or potentially 10 days of darkness. So did you see the FBI's tweet today? Uh, the, F the FBI tweeted, uh, I wrote it down here. Today is hashtag world backup day. Just a reminder to back up your data and learn more about additional ways to keep yourself safe from cyber criminals. Now, why would, why would they tweet that if they're not expecting some type of shutdown? And, and then all the outages that people are reporting. Well, yeah, and then on top yeah, that. and then Trump had a, a conference call with all the service providers today yeah. that was closed doors, which which is also suspicious. Mm -hmm. uh, and then apparently all these uh, internet services have gone down temporarily over the last twenty four hours, and that's possibly due to like test shutdowns. It's like uh, you know they're testing the emergency broadcast system all over the place. Something's going on. Something's coming. I don't know what. I don't like to get overly excited. But and then there's, it's, it's either going to be 10 days of darkness or three or days yeah. and no one knows when exactly. Yeah. It's going to start tomorrow or when. Yeah. Um, or if it is even going to happen. Um, David Wilcock, the intel he got, he said from multiple sources, said three days of darkness. So three day shutdown of, he said, internet. Phone, these, phone. The, the intel he got was internet and phone completely shut down except for 911 mm -hmm. and um, for three days. Which is also interesting because... Sometime within the next like two weeks. Because, uh, right, when he, when he announced that, uh, so Sprint and Verizon user, users all lost their ability to dial 911. And they had the, they, the issue was resolved, but it makes me think if that was like some type of deep state effort to... Uh, cut off that ability because they knew some type of shutdown was coming. And then if people, you wouldn't know you couldn't call 911 until you tried. And what would that cause? Panic. And yeah, so there's just so much with it. There's so much involved. And this, in the 10 days of darkness is what Q says, just three days. Some of that, I think somewhere in all that is some of it is misinformation somewhere that, you know, they're not, it's, I don't know what, but it just seems like, you know, this info is necessary. Mm -hmm. Something there is not accurate. They can't be telling us clearly exactly what's going to happen because it's just not how it works. But outside of that, it's like whether that happens or not, we know we know the mass arrests are either happening right now or they're coming because there's just too much happening. There's all of the, the troops being deployed here in the U.S. and then in Europe, like 37,000, they said, and they're working with the U.N. They're called, what was it? Um, Operation whatever it was called fire ring of fire defender europe 20 defender, defender oh, yeah, europe 20 no De fire. defender europe 20 um and 
there's all these other rig for red like we did the uh the top of the empire state building just lit up red yeah did you see that um the top of the empire state building the whole thing turned into like a lighthouse but it was yeah red light and it was it's spinning light on top yes yeah, now see you guys are american you guys are really into that i'm i'm looking at how many troops trump sent to our border and how our prime minister is pretty much like shit scared right now because he's a crook he's oh, a yeah, wow. he's, he's part of the <laughs> Ball, yeah. yeah so what what is taking place over there is there anything in particular around you or what have you noticed i found a video today that is the chief of executive officer of um not the ceo he's the, like the head guy of the of csis which is our intelligence community he's the basically uh the head of the intelligence command here in canada and he's basically laying it down for canadians saying look your schools have been infiltrated by foreign interference like oh we have so much foreign interference in canada and he says there's tens of thousands of pages of documents that are going to be released to the canadians soon so we can understand in clear detail how we've been had how they've exactly pulled the carpet out from under our feet done billions in money laundering and all he's just going off about all the stuff i already know but this is literally getting dropped on canadians like from one day to the next just like here you go no lube boom here you go so I think it's going to be very uh, troublesome. At the same time, great, but people aren't going to know how to react to it. Because, but this is like literally the authority. Send you the link. It's I posted it on my Facebook. I'm going to share it on thegreatawakening.ca. But also, Trump has his troops on our border right now, and it's uh, let's just say if you're a Canadian patriot and you know about George Soros's relationship with uh, Justin Trudeau. You're, you couldn't be happier. You know, all the pieces are in place right now. You guys said, mentioned Europe, uh, the shutdown, the global lockdown. If you were ever going to arrest the Illuma donkey. If it, yeah. If it's not happening now, like when, <laughs> when, you know, yeah. like there, there's just not, to me, I just can't possibly imagine no. it not happening right now with everything that's happening. Like, like we've just talked about Like, yeah, there's no other explanation. You know what, guys, at the end of the day, like these arrests could happen. Q can maybe go away one day. Like Q's gonna, not going to be there to hold our hand forever. What we need to do is draw close to our higher selves. Do yeah. whatever it is you do that makes you a better person because people who aren't, uh, let's just say, an accomplice to evil but say nothing or they're just complacent, they're like, oh yeah, then they're actually the ones who without knowing end up supporting it you know so and it all comes down to the individual then the family then the community then the pr province or state then government you know there's different tiers but the lowest common denominator is the individual and it's a war for our minds i think we all know that right we've all seen black mirror we all know what, how this goes and you know these people can be arrested but like what did i say before you cut the head off the snake the snake regrows a new head yeah. So the only way you can defeat it is by defeating it in your own life and really doing your best to meet people where they're at. A lot of people are going to be asking for questions, looking for direction right now. Use what they tell you for them. Don't just shoehorn adrenochrome in there. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? You're right. Yeah, so, we're, well, we're going to have to... Um, yeah. There's going to be a lot of um dark night of the soul happening with a lot of people there's going to be a lot of people freaking out and getting angry depressed the whole the whole spectrum <laughs> of emotions yeah. 
You guys just had we're Dion. Gonna be, we're going to be the one to like, calm people down and like explain because we know like we're the ones that we saw this coming. We know we've known about this stuff and we're going to be the ones that have to like step up and like help everyone else get through these times. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Put out the fire. Be, be the, be the love that we've been talking about, you know, like um, yeah. come together and, and help. Yeah. I agree. I agree hundred percent. It's definitely, I, you were going, you were, I had something to say with what you were saying earlier and now I lost it, but I, I agree with that hundred percent. It's definitely about being the best person we can be. Take this time to go in where we've already talked about that. It just, Ah, oh, what was I gonna say? I really wanted to say something. It had it was about the the whole Canada thing. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Your stimulus. We're, cor we're really corrupt. Yeah. And we're your neighbor. That, that's what it was. That's what it was. The stimulus, uh, the stimulus package. I heard that you guys are getting. Are you is not very fair. You have to qualify for it. Is that true? So it's like it's. I don't know. Go ahead. You know. You know more than I do. Yeah, for sure. So the package is $400 that's being offered. I think families are eligible for more, but for the individual, it's $400 that they're eligible for right now. And then um, on top of that, uh, there's been a carbon tax that we got this year through the Paris Climate Accord that just got increased while nobody was paying attention due to coronavirus. This is not a time when we should be having, you know, because gas prices are plummeting. <laughs> right yeah. gas is super cheap right now and but why are we still taxing for the the carbon tax so there's that there's also the fact that like i was just in argentina right uh argentina is paying its citizens to stay at home mothers to stay at home um their wage Mo most people are getting like a decent amount of money to be able to stay home and live and have enough for food and stuff but the thing is in canada um we're not even getting that you know like it's been response and it just goes to show like if argentina a country that's borderline third world can do it why can't we oh because this guy wants to bleed canada dry he gave all billions of our tax dollars overseas to for foreign aid which is basically you know funding abortion and climate change in the congo and it's like dude like you're you're so corrupt and i honestly do think that he justin trudeau is on the list i do think that you know, the, the fact that his wife suddenly got coronavirus and he didn't even want to get tested for it and he was laying low. There's just too many coincidences. And this is what people need to realize if they're still on the fence is that there's just too many coincidences for, uh, you know, for these things not to be true. And you know what, what people will one day call conspiracy theorists, you know, that's going to be a, the new word for critical thinker. Because um, quite honestly, once one of them is proven right, I think a lot of them will just be like an avalanche of information, you know, and it's going to be too much for people, but it's only too much if you're not really set in a good solid foundation where you can deal with um, hard heading information. Like, for example, when I found out about elite pedophiles, I was honestly like, yes, like I get it now. Yeah. It was like an aha moment. Same you know, it same. sucked, but a lot of people aren't going to get that because that was like my whole thing my whole life, right? What kept me away from like a lot of good in my life was the fact that, you know, all this crazy I knew about, it, right? Like back in my mind. But then 
there's people that aren't going to receive that information well at all. They're going to they're going to be really taken back. So I think, um, you know, what we can do is just all we can do is try to not make it seem so dark because people are going to think that the world is really dark right now. But night is always the darkest uh, before the dawn. Right. So. Mm -hmm. We got to keep going. We got to show them that the, the the light at the end of the tunnel is right over there. And we literally just got to push this car for another 100 meters and we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 You say it's always the darkest you know, before dawn, which is going back to what Q says about it's going to be biblical. Dark to light. Also. Dark to light. Yeah. Dark to light. So to light. let's let's look at let's look at it this way. What if this three days of darkness? is the, the three days before Easter and everybody wakes up on Easter Sunday, the internet's back, the phones work again. And what does Easter represent? You know, the resurrection of Christ. So if, totally. that, if that's the case, you know, it would align perfectly with, you know, and it's very it's alliance. Like rise on Easter. Yeah. yeah it's like very alliance style. Yeah. You know, it would. Yeah. Work, yeah. You know what guys at the, at the highest level, this is a spiritual battle between two religious extremist groups. You have the, um, autocrat Christian militia and the satanic cabal empire, you know, and I do, while I do think that Jesus, the story of Jesus is unique to earth. I do not think that the battle of dark and light is unique to earth by any means. I think that many planets and many star systems, many civilizations know about this creator, the one infinite one. And they also know about his antithesis, the, you know, fallen angels the book of enoch the there's a lot of books uh, that are going to be put back into the bible once they raid the vatican go into the catacombs mm. and you know all the stuff that was in the library of alexandria it's all there so i can't wait to see like all the different um findings that we get from this right a lot of the stuff we already know but what about the stuff we don't know because there's so much stuff that we no, we don't know. And then there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more that we don't know that we don't know. I, I always it. wonder, like, how shocked we're all going to be, too, when we start seeing some of this stuff. You're like, wow, we thought we knew everything. And like, holy shit, they were doing that, too. Uh, it's really going to, mm. I think we're all going to be shocked on some level. Some stuff we're going to be like, okay, I get it. But other stuff, I know for a fact. We, there's no way we have the whole picture figured out. We just don't. But at the end no. of the day, all that matters is how how you're reacting to it, how you're taking it in, how you're growing from it. Um, what yeah. we're what we're doing with it's it's not the information itself that's important. It's not what's happening that's important. It's what are you what are you doing with it? What's yeah. what's going on inside of you? Totally, guys. Totally. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's going to be different for everybody. Like like you said, we're all at different stages of this great awakening. And like you also said, Q said, it's, it's going to be biblical. Um, Easter represents the death of Jesus. It wasn't the official time that he died. They don't know the official time that he died. Well, maybe they do. But they changed it to pagan dates to mm -hmm. encourage uh, pagans to convert. So that's why you see the solstice locked in with the, the birth and the death of Jesus. And... Uh, yeah, raised. Uh, he, he was on the cross. He died for three days. They put him in the tomb. And on the third day, he came out, right? That's the story. And, uh, you know, that's why I like to read my Bible, because I feel like it it's the living word. And what I, what I said about words at the beginning of the um, 
the episode. Actually, if I may, one more thing about the Bible. The last thing I'll say is that the Bible kind of does speak to aliens a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, it actually does a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you know what to look for. I was looking in Genesis, actually, the first book, which I don't recommend. If anybody's going to read the Bible, do not start with the first book. Okay, start with the New (laughs) Testament and then work your way back. But um, it's in Genesis and it says that when God was creating all of the, you know, the apex predators and he saw that they were good. He he created all of the sea creatures, all of the birds, you know, all of the land animals and saw that they were good. But he created them after their kind. That's what the Bible says. He created them after their kind. So you want to talk about blue jays? Okay, maybe, you know, blue birds, you know, he created them after their kind. So I do think that this planet, you know, everything that we kind of see on it, you know, Corey Good talks about seven foot tall mantids. I do think that maybe, who knows, a lot of the uh, life that we have on this planet could actually be intelligent life somewhere else. Absolutely. You know, you have oh, yeah. the Centaurians who who look like they're intelligent cats. You have all these, uh, you know, humanoid shaped, two arms, two legs, and a head, but they're uh, but they're created after their kind. You see, so when I looked at it from that perspective, I was like, oh, after their kind, I can get it. I've heard that from many many just experiencers in general. Um, they're like, I've interacted with humanoid dog beings cat beings lion beings like james gillan actually has interacted with many of them personally like actually experienced um cory good obviously with the blue avians and the mantids and reptilians and whatever else uh many people have have experienced uh mantids and reptilians aquatic Um, aquatic beings aquatic beings fish beings yeah so all of them it's like there's like there's like the basic animal form and then there's all there's a humanoid form for every like type every animal and then there's um, many beings that look like us, like look very similar or exactly like us also <laughs> throughout the universe, which is, I think that's going to be a big, when when the world finds out about not just ETs, but that like, there's literally, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Like they're basically humans um, with maybe, maybe slightly different genetics yeah, I, I, all throughout the universe. I always wonder yeah. if, I always wonder if, all three of us, if we've encountered an ET that looks exactly like us, I think I think somewhere along our paths, one is one might be placed uh, placed in our work environment or come into your work, come into your work, come into my work. I, and I started thinking about that, and I thought about this one guy I worked with one time, and I just he always seemed like an ET to me, like something so strange about him, but he looked human. And I just I just wonder if if they're there. If they're already here, just like infiltrated, kind I think, of I living am, think living so. among us, mm-hmm. and you know, it might be a coworker. I don't know. I don't know. But going back to, uh, go ahead. Well, was, you're talking about the the books being added back into the Bible. Uh, I know the Vatican Library. So somebody I know got firsthand knowledge from a friend. So the Vatican isn't the only library. There's three major libraries on Earth with this information. There's a Vatican, there's another one in India, and then there's another one in Virginia, believe it or not, which obviously Virginia, you know, close to DC, DC yeah, uh, or in DC. It's actually maybe. the egg, the below the Edgar Casey uh, School. Oh, the, or what, oh what's, yeah. What's that school called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's that's Virginia Beach, actually. Yeah. If it's there, so yeah. allegedly, that's where 
this uh, this library is located. So there's three of them. Apparently, it's not just the Vatican. So I don't know if that's accurate, but it, that, the it, Vatican it is the biggest. Me. The Vatican is right. the yeah. biggest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's been multiple insiders, like Emery is one of them that has said what like they've been in in it and seen it for themselves. Yeah. Well, you guys seen how many priests have died? I mean, in Italy, just from this like coronavirus. I mean, I do think that a lot of the Earth is hollow, right? And um, I, I'm on Earthquake Watch. I and there was um, an earthquake in Croatia where nobody died, but I think it was like a 5.4. People said that they they like heard something from the report. Like you got to actually go on uh european news and then look at youtube comments right like that's what i do and um i honestly wouldn't be surprised if that was a a dumb that got taken out well oh yeah you're jermaine yeah. jermaine chavez he's actually on top of all of that stuff and he and he follows the seismic activity and he's already figured out how to how to de decipher between a regular earthquake and a engineered one or a possible bomb and Justin Deschamps was so impressed by Jermaine's research, he actually wrote an entire article based off of Jermaine's research. Did he really? Yeah. No. I didn't yeah, know. he he actually got, it's actually fascinating. And it's, he's really on to something. I do think that a lot of these dumbs are being uh, destroyed right now, that's, which would explain a lot of these earthquakes. I, I think that's highly likely. Right. I mean, they're they're basically surrounded right now, you guys, like the Illuminati, the cabal, whatever you want to call them, deep state. Trump is the deep state now, <laughs> and the alliances, and they, yeah. they're they're defeated underground, they're defeated above ground, and they're on the ground now, and their house is on fire, and they're surrounded. So they might as well just come out with their hands up, plead guilty, get a lesser charge. You know, a lot of these people, like especially the higher ups, I think are going to be given special treatments because of their influence and their power. But I mean, hey, pray about it, right? Like meditate over it. And who knows what can happen when the collective consciousness is unified, right? Supposedly we live in that reality. We're on that timeline now. Yeah, yeah, what? absolutely. I was just saying, supposedly a lot of them have already flipped. Um, probably the lower down ones that like didn't, were basically just like stuck in the deep state in the cabal. Like they don't, they didn't want to be doing that stuff but they're controlled like that's how their system works they it's a very controlled system um and a lot of them were they uh, i think the good guys like gave them protection or whatever and and they're like hey if you help us out we'll give you this and then they they flipped and now they're they have all their inside info that they've been using to help the the, the alliance well, and that's, that's a big reason why they've been able to do so much because they've had they have they have like their own guys that infiltrated things and then they've had people flip from the deep state to help uh on the good side and and then i think right. there's a lot, of, there's a lot of what we're doing to them we're just doing what they did to us we're just infiltrating them right because yeah um you know that's what jeffrey epstein and harvey weinstein did they didn't die they or whatever they 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 basically sung like a songbird and gave mm. names so that you know they can connect it to royal family and this that and the other thing <laughs> right yeah. so you know mr i didn't kill myself you know, whether you want to believe Jeffrey Epstein is dead or not, he's not coming back into the public light. Like that guy is 
probably got all kinds of facial surgery and stuff like that. And he's some, he's Nestor living in Jamaica. He's never going to be. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, totally. Yeah. All these celebrities going down with the coronavirus, all stuff. We know it's a big cover up for something else. The, in that now we have like queen Elizabeth. I mean, all like even elites it, it, somebody, I think Tiffany Fitzhenry uh, tweeted or something saying, it's funny how you have to, uh, own four houses in a private jet to come down with the coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> it's a requirement. Yeah, it's a requirement to have the coronavirus. So it, there's definitely, it's so obvious if you have the eyes to see it. It's so blatantly obvious. You talked about them coming out with their hands up. We actually caught, we, we saw a photo of Tom Hanks with his hands up being escorted by uh, some type of, I don't know, uh, um, authority yeah. I don't know. I know that the military or military. Something. I can't think of the word I was looking for, but uh, the license plate phone number, it, it proved that the license plate was from a Navy base. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, uh, uh, yeah. You know, an area of expertise of mine that's definitely not strong at all is this targeted individual uh, topic, which I was recently turned on to, I would say very recently. Um, by a few people in the community. Obviously, there's uh, Desiree Foley, who, who does great work. And, and anyway, so I, I think a lot of these celebrities and stuff, there are people who are uh, like MKUltra victims or controlled. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, so we really do need to be sympathetic to these people who really, Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of them just basically... They're, they're bots. They, they don't really have control of their own life. They, that's why we're really the ones who are free. They don't really have a real religion, like, or I, I don't want to say religion, but spiritual practice. They have to take from other people um, because it's vampiric in nature, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's why uh, when I switched over to the truth community, I sounded really weird to a lot of my friends. And like, as soon as I started getting really woke, like, I'll be honest with you, like my band kicked me out. I was in a band and like, they're like, no, like you're weird now. <laughs> my, even like my dad was like, you know, actually I told him about the deep state and stuff like that. Like we were just having sushi one day and he's he like almost started to cry, man. He's like, I can't believe that my son would be so stupid as to fall for something like that. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I've, had, yeah. I've had friends tell me like come on man you're smarter than that you know that's just part of it but i know look at us now getting validated in 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 a certain sense yeah and well, and that's why we just have to be like ready for them to come back and just be like hey you know what it's all good like i forgive you and don't worry about it right like and if you have any questions don't hesitate to ask because i'm here for you yeah well david yeah. david wilcock did something in his last meditation which I found it very odd, but I liked it. It was the first time I've ever meditated and imagined people being arrested <laughs> because he was like, now, <laughs> now imagine them, them breaking into the building and arresting these people, but, uh, you know, praying for these people and holding space for them because a lot of them were there under against their own will. Some people mm -hmm. probably were all for it. Who knows? We don't know the story. I even today in, in my meditation today, I, took that advice and i i did it again i just made sure like just just to forgive everybody and and basically hold space for them send them energy healing whatever it is you know whatever i come up with in my head whenever i'm doing that but it's something you're right we need to i see facebook posts they're like i can't wait till this 
mother effer goes down. Like, I want to see him choke, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is not good. It's like they want to see these people torture. Yeah, and, and I, get, I get Which is angry. the revenge aspect. That I, I get that to... you're angry with them. Yeah. Uh, but I, it just kind of shows you at what stage people are at. Mm-hmm. I think if you can, if you can make forgiveness the normal reaction instead of the hatred and the anger don't get me wrong i see stuff sometimes and i'm like god i hate that guy <laughs> but you have to remind yourself you really just have to uh which is something that yeah, like you know when I'm you look at like there. jesus like he to me he was like trying to show us how to live um correctly essentially he's like hey people are going to do a lot of bad things to you don't you're going to want to get revenge. You're going to want to hate them. Like that's only going to hurt you. You. Yeah. It's only going to destroy yourself and hurt you in the long run, especially and cause you a whole lot of pain and and hold you back and everything else. So like, he's like, this is what you should do. And he like lived it out. He was a living example, like how we should act. So like this, that's how we need to, we need to, to, uh, to look at this. It's like, we have, we have a choice. We can either react in anger and hatred and want revenge, which is a natural response. And you need to let those emotions out. I'm not advocating suppressing emotions at all. That's actually a really bad thing too. But you don't have to act on those emotions. And, and uh, I think we should, we need to forgive and we need to uh, realize like we're all capable of hor- horrible things. It's just these people have happened to have like acted it out and um, yeah. gone to the extremes with it. Yeah. And, and you know uh, what? You know what Luciferians are, you guys? I say this on my channel. Like, they're huge believers in God. Like, they are basically like really devout Christians, 180 degrees. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing about Lucifer is that the Bible actually says that this world belongs to Lucifer. Like, this is actually, he, he has reign here, but only because the creator allows it like we have free will to do whatever we want doesn't mean it's going to work when people think like for example when i turn on the clicker and i see on the tube justin trudeau and he's yapping away i I feel so nauseated one day i actually looked at you know somebody and was like i'm gonna be the guy who freaking removes that guy from office and they're like man don't do it man like one guy's like, you'd be a national hero. And the other guy's like, they're just going to put another liberal bot there. And I'm like, you know what? You're very right. And exactly. we can't have that, that knee-jerk reaction. We have to look at things objectively. And a, a good way to do it is to just get into literature. Like, seriously, read a book. I'm still, I've read the Bible twice. I'm reading it again because every time I do it, I get a new revelation. And you know what? Netflix has actually become a really good source for for like they got really good um like bible shows on there right now they have the messiah which is just one season it's awesome it's a muslim messiah who's like jesus but he comes back and he starts doing all these miracles and he ends up in a face-to-face meeting in this with the with the president of the united states and it's like really intense (laughs) but there's that one and then there's also another one i just recently watched which is the story of paul paul was the guy who wrote a lot of the New Testament. He used to kill Christians everywhere he went. He'd wake up in the morning and be like, how many Christians can I kill today? And it's it's the story of how he basically um, 
got saved. And before Paul, everybody who believed in Jesus was a Jew. And that's why, you know, they want to kill all the Jews, whatever. But as soon as Paul got saved, that's what opened the door for people who weren't Jewish to be able to essentially uh, look at the word and like understand it. And because I don't know, man, there's just so much history there. And I'm a huge history fan. And I do feel like with Q saying it's going to be biblical, it's not just going to be a like a feel good story. It really is going to show us a lot about our history and like, guys, there's a reason why we're in the year 2020 right now. It's because they nailed that innocent guy to a cross. And, you know, what happened? There was an earthquake. There was a tearing of the veil. There was a lot of really heavy stuff that happened. And going back to people that love to say, oh, I'd love it if this person got tortured or got tortured. It's like, he who is free of, like, any wrongdoing, throw the first stone. Seriously. Like, we've all made mistakes. We've yeah. all fallen short from the glory of God. Like, we, we got to realize that humans by nature are by, like, by default inherently not bad. Like, I do think most people on earth are good people, but it takes us time to develop to get to realize that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to look to ascended masters. Look at Buddha. Look at Christ. Look at a lot of these, um, you know, ascended masters that really came here to show us a better way of living. They didn't know it any other way because once you've gotten to that level of consciousness, it's it's pure, it's love, it's light. Nothing can take it away, you know, like nothing can take that light away. When you light a candle in a dark room, doesn't matter how dark that room is, you're going to see, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Beautifully said. Amen to Amen that. To that. <laughs> so <Beautiful. laughs> yes. before we wrap this up, I want to touch on one last tidbit of news. So we know the U.S. Space Force did their first official launch uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. And yeah. they just... And, yeah. But did you see the first... So they just uh, announced the U.S. Space Force... First offensive weapon is a satellite jammer. Oh. So, and then now people are tweeting. Somebody was, the first tweet or retweet that I saw is all I can think of is Space Jam. Yes. <laughs> a satellite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A satellite jammer. Space but, Jam. But that also lines up perfectly with if we're going to have some type of uh, outage. Mm -hmm. Why would they announce the satellite jammer being their first offensive weapon? Exactly. And it's all perfectly timed. It's just something else to consider. You know what else it could be? Remember the 5G satellites that we were talking about? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's to, like, take those out. Could be, well. too. Could be, too. Yeah. Yeah. That whole 5G, we can go, we can talk for another oh, hour. That's another, that. yeah. You know what I think, guys? I think, uh... Everybody get up. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, 5G weapon and also a blessing, right? It's a double-edged sword. It all depends how you use it. Instead of having the big tower, which covers lots of area, you got the little towers that cover little bits of area, which means you need more little towers. And it's actually classified as a class two carcinogen, the microwave emitters that they're actually using. And apparently what's acceptable in the States is 20 times higher than what's acceptable in countries like Sweden and Belgium. A lot of countries have actually flat out said no to 5G. But the thing is, GPS3 also came in. I follow a lot of military things. And the thing is, if you're going to have flying cars and you're going to have cars going everywhere, and we're going to be on this timeline of free energy and stuff, 
well, well, all these cars are basically going to be self-driving. The only people who are actually going to have control of their vehicles are going to be military police, police, and Space Force, right? <laughs> Excuse me. And it makes sense, right? Because number one, you're going 9,000 miles an hour. There is no, you're going to be able to be anywhere in the world within minutes, realistically. Um, so there has to be a system. It's going to be locked into GPS3, which they need a new fast internet to be able to monitor and control everybody because let's just say somebody hacks it the space force has got to be on it because it's the same thing as an international uh, flight you could easily fly into a village put 300 villagers into a, a craft and take off with no tire tracks no footprints just a fart in the wind and that can't happen <laughs> right like we can't have that so um, like the old saying goes, with great power comes great responsibility. We need to, and this is why Nikola Tesla said the world isn't ready. It's it's when you start thinking like this, like, yeah, this technology is great, but how can it be abused? And what can we do to take countermeasures? It's all about, um, you know, pro versus con. And let's be honest, China wants to use 5G to the, for the same things that they created Facebook and the internet to monitor us, control us, divide us, and ultimately enslave us. But we flip the script and use it to expose them to freaking that. <laughs> like we completely turn the table. So that's what we need to do with every little thing we way. What is this? What can it do for me? How can it hurt me? How can we eliminate that and keep you know this to a minimum over here while maximizing the pros, right? Because this is what it comes down to is everything, too much of a good thing is not a good thing, right? You've got your internet, it's great. You're on it 24 hours a day. You want to shoot yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is like, we really got to be looking at everything uh, from that kind of disposition, right? Because you can't just say something's bad. Oh no, it's just bad. We're not going to have that here. You might fall, you know, into the stone age with the way that a lot of these technologies are going. So to avoid that, you really just have to look at things objectively. And I feel like a lot of people are just throwing in the towel right now saying, you know, Trump's an evil man because while everyone was distracted with coronavirus, he passed 5G into law, which he did. And uh, no, people just aren't looking at it from bigger picture. They need to get all of the, you know, content together and really it's not it the Yeah, what I've realized, it's not the technology, it's the frequency it's set at. Yeah, so so it's who has control of the technology that can set it at a beneficial well, frequency so or a yeah, harmful frequency. Exactly. And all radiation fields also, uh, no matter what intensity, have the ability to be transmuted into harmony. That's a quote from exactly. that's a quote from the Omnia uh, radiation balancer that we uh, promote on our channel. But it's true. So what that patch does is it it rebalances that uh, energy field into something positive. And if, if we can do it with our phones, the same thing can be applied to the towers. So it's not like it's like 5G is forever a bad thing. It can be transmuted into harmony. It can be transmuted mm -hmm. into something good. Has that not already happened? Have the, have the Patriots, have the Alliance already done that? And that's why Trump is promoting 5G. Everybody's flipping out over this thing. Yeah. But nobody's taking the time to step back and look at it from all angles. It's always a knee-jerk reaction. And we just need to stop and realize like, okay, wait. There's, why would he be doing this unless he knows something? He obviously, it wouldn't make any sense with everything else that's been happening. Yeah. That he's like, oh, yeah, now we're going to have the 5G that's going to make yeah. everyone sick. And, and you, if you know the right physics and you know it's how like, to do it, it's it actually very easy. 
Yeah. Yeah. What I think a lot of people just got to accept about Trump is that he is just the official spokesperson for his administration, like every other president has ever been. And, um, you know, while they might not like him, you know, I'll agree he isn't hasn't been perfect, but have any of us been right? And can people actually change in this life? Yeah. If I change, then Trump can change. If you know, like if God can use freaking Paul, who killed a bunch of Christians, to you know, pre, you, you you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's no limit to who can repent, who can use their their tools, their evil deeds that they did. He who knows evil knows how to expose it. Every time I think about evil, I just, if I could, I'd be that guy in Independence Day who flies his plane into that flying saucer and causes yeah. it to be <laughs> Andy Quaid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how I would treat evil personally. But, I mean, you have to know it to be able to defeat it. He knew it because he had that connection, right? Yeah. Because he lived it. Um, and, uh, you know, guys, Trump is always just going to talk what he's told to say by the alliance. He's, he's really smart. Like, he has lots of information from his uncle, who was an FBI agent who cleaned out Nikola Tesla, after he died but still mm -hmm. like this alliance probably knows a lot more than djt does they're the ones that are and look out for the date look out for the date that is the uh the 10th of april yeah because friday 4 10 20 is djt i think something very special is going to happen on that day well it's good friday also so is it yes so i think that'll either be the end or the start of the uh well, it wouldn't make sense because probably, right? it, well, it, if it was the start of it, then it would be, then we'd be blacked out on Easter too. But uh, Oh, that's why you're saying Thursday. Yeah. Who yeah. you know, knows what it means actually, but yeah. Something. I heard from a friend who's actually, she's really smart when it comes to psychology, uh, not psychology, astrology, psychology too, actually, but she's going to be starting her own podcast really soon. She's, and anyway, she, she's really into this astrology stuff, right? She's like, yeah, and she said that Donald Trump, um, they found out like the minute he was born, you know how for to look at your chart, you need to know down to the minute in the city you were born. He was born on down to the minute of a solar eclipse. Really? Really? Yeah, that's what she told me. And like, I, I don't doubt anything she says about astrology. Like, this is her community. This is her niche. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, a quick, a quick uh, side note on astrology, and then we'll, we'll have to wrap it up. No problem. Uh, so there's so many people I know that don't believe in astrology. I guess a lot of my old friends, they just think it's bogus. So like, mm -hmm. I don't know. But then you ask them, uh, how, do you, how do you think the tide is created? And they'll always say the moon. And I'll say, okay, so if the moon can control the tide and we're made of 70% water, what do you think it does to us? You don't think it has an effect on us too? And then you always get them to trip over their own words they're like uh well you know it's just something to think about uh, mm -hmm. and there's actually a lot of real provable science that um backs up that the planets have an effect on us too yeah outside of just looking at astrology that uh i remember i, I was listening to richard c hoagland um a while back going to all that and he's like laying out all the all the science that's like yeah proving the planets having it it's just people who aren't who haven't done their homework which is okay a lot of us haven't you know we're we've all been there yeah, yeah. Right. totally that's one area that i feel like i still have to get better at is learning uh, about astrology because i do think it is relevant you know it's mm -hmm. it's something that is very material but it also has clear evidence of the divine like right there in your face so yeah, um, yeah. 
Is there anything we didn't talk about on the episode you got? <laughs> we, covered, we, covered, we covered a lot. We covered a lot. <laughs> Uh, we're coming, we're running short on time, unfortunately. So yeah. we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much Good. for coming on. This was awesome. You have a way of putting things that's very captivating. You uh, have, you're very inspiring. So thank you for that. Uh, keep going with your channel. I can't wait for your next video. They're all awesome. Uh, you, you definitely know what you're talking about. So keep it up, man. Looking forward to your future projects. Well, thank you so much, man. God bless you guys. And, uh, you know, later on this year, I'll hit you guys up. Maybe I'll get you guys to come on my show and uh, we'll do this all over again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And thank you so much. Let's pray that this, uh, we can get this released before the blackout. Yes. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you check out thegreatawakening.ca. Uh, is there any other way people can reach you? If they, or is that it? Yeah, our domain is thegreatawakening.ca, but if you want to find our YouTube channel, you just have to type in The Great Awakening. I don't know how I lucked out and got that username, but I think it's pretty badass. There you go. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks again for coming on. We'll talk to you guys. Take care, everyone. Have a good day. Talk to Have you a good night. Next week, hopefully.